Welcome to the Show Up Society podcast, where I talk about showing up for your goals one tiny step at a time. I'll help you break down your big fat dreams into tiny bite-sized pieces that are totally doable as long as you just keep showing up. I talk about anything from running to creativity, to mindset, to small business, to whatever else comes up. You'll see how just showing up for yourself every day in the tiniest way can make a huge impact and change your life. I'm your host, Tammy Bennett, artist, coach, habit keeper, and idea machine. I can't wait to cheer you on. So let's get started. Hey there. Thanks for showing up for today's episode of the Show Up Society podcast. Today, I'm going to tell you some of the things that I so happily spent money on in 2019. Hopefully, you find some cool things you might want to bring into your life. Before we get into our topic, let's do a listener shout out. I am so appreciative of the reviews that you leave for me about this podcast on Apple. So I'm going to give the shout out today to Bougie, who said they are excited to be a part of the Show Up Society. Well, thank you, Bougie. I'm excited for you to be a part of the Show Up Society too. And I have a really good feeling about the year ahead. Do 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 do. It's challenge time. That's right. Are you ready for our challenge? Today's challenge is something that I often say to the runners that I coach, and that is to relax your face. You're using so much energy and you're holding on to so much tension in your face. Let it relax. Undo that furrowed brow. Unclench your jaws. Let your cheeks go slack for a minute. Just relax your face. Okay, let's talk about things I happily spent my money on in 2019. I thought of this episode the other day when I was in Target, and I saw a couple people I knew, and every single conversation with them was about all the people in our lives that we had to buy presents for, and how it's kind of getting out of hand, all the shopping that we're doing, and we're making all of these trips to Target to just get something to satisfy the requirement of a gift, and none of it ends up being really meaningful, and it just feels wasteful. So after these conversations, I just started feeling really heavy and a bit resentful and stressed and yucky. Now, it could have been because I ate almost a whole bag of caramel Hershey Kisses right before I went to the store, so that could have been why I felt yucky, but I'm thinking it might have also been the conversations about all the wasteful spending. So I really wanted to get rid of that yucky feeling. So I started thinking of the things that I have spent money on this year that made me so happy or that helped me so much. Things that brought me joy, things that I would happily spend money on again. All of these will be on the show notes at showupsociety.com forward slash eight if you want to check them out after the show. The first one is called Pipe Drive. It's a customer relationship management system or a CRM. This is something I had to learn all about this year for to use in my tigerpocket.press business. Uh, I'm using it to keep track of the stores that I have reached out to to see if they're interested in carrying my products. I reached out to 184 stores in 2019, and I kept track of every email and every response using PipeDrive. It's super easy to use. It looks really good. I think I tried every single CRM on the market in the first few months of 2019, and PipeDrive does all the things I need. So if you are in any sort of sales or marketing, check it out. If you use the link in my show notes, you get a free month trial. I actually sent PipeDrive an email telling them thank you and how they made all of my CRM dreams come true. 
And speaking of that real quick, we don't often take the time to tell people and companies and product makers thank you when they do a good job. We take the time to complain, but I really want to try to remember to take the time, the five minutes here and there, to sing the praises of people doing good work. Number two, core power yoga. So I've had several times in my life when I was really consistently going to yoga, but it has been a while. And I just felt it in my body, the need to strengthen and stretch my body without doing crazy tire flips and really intense cardio. I wanted something to balance out all the running I do. And I also wanted a place to totally quiet my mind. I was really scared of doing hot yoga because I really don't like being hot. But I love core power yoga. I feel so good after it. I dread it all the way there, but then I'm so happy afterwards and I know that it's the right thing for my body at this time. Number three, the day one app. It's a journaling app. And I'm going to kind of talk about this one for a while because I posted something about my day one app on Instagram and I got some questions. So I thought I would just go ahead and answer them here while I'm talking about it. So I've been journaling every single day since 2011 or 12. I can't remember which year I started. Um, except for I took a week off in the first week of 2019. And I did that intentionally because I was just really tired of the format that I was using, which is just basically brainstorming with pen and paper every night. I decided to try something new and go digital. So I researched a bunch of journaling apps and I chose day one. It has won all kinds of awards and it just looked um, easy to use and I like the look of it. So I created a template of the same prompts to use every single day, and I love it. I've never done journaling with prompts before. I've always just kind of written whatever came into my head, but it really worked well for me this year. I was getting kind of burnt out, not knowing what I was going to write each night, and it just kind of became exhausting. So I just created my own prompts. Day one now has templates that you can use that have built-in prompts, um, like for morning journaling and evening journaling, but I just wanted to create my own. And now they have a feature where you can make your own template, like with your prompts, and then save it to use in future entries in your journal. I used all of the same prompts every single day of the year, except for like in the second half of the year, I added one or two. But for me, the routine of just like having it there every single night, knowing what you're going to write was really helpful. And it just took out a lot of the decisions. So I do my journaling in the evenings as a good way to wrap up my day. I know a lot of people do journaling in the mornings, but I'm kind of going to do a different process. Um, And for me, it just works better as to kind of just get all of my thoughts about the day, good and bad, out onto paper before I go to bed. I thought you might be interested in knowing the prompts that I created for myself in case you might want to use some of them too. So here we go. Prayers. I always think about people who may need a little extra from the universe. Gratefuls. I have a couple things that are the same every night, and I also try to write some different ones down every day. I've been doing gratefuls for over seven years, and I can still come up with new things every night, and that's just so cool. Gifts received today. This is often for material or financial kind of gifts because I wanted to distinguish it from my gratefuls, but I also put in things like hearing my three kids laughing together in the other room. I want. I use this to tell the universe what I am wanting and what I'm ready to receive. So sometimes it's a material good, like I want a great fitting sleep mask. And sometimes it's a little more vague, like I want my website up and running by the end of the week. 
inspiring book, film, or song. And oftentimes I found myself putting people and their actions and sporting events and things that inspire me that aren't a book or film or song. Next is crushed it. I put things here that I'm really proud of. Usually it's something like I did something that was hard or complicated or made me really uncomfortable. Sometimes it's something like I was patient with that one person who drives me bonkers. Next, how could I have made today better? I have had some amazing days, but I try very hard to always have something to put in this prompt because I think it helps me grow. And you would be amazed at how often I said I could have made today better by having more water and less sugar. High points. These are the moments that I just really want to capture from the day. Low points. I think it's important to acknowledge the yucky feelings we experience every day. Mulling over and working on. This is the stuff I need to type out to kind of sort through my ideas and my feelings. And a lot of the times I'll end up coming to some sort of resolution by the time I finish typing it. And I'll also type out my ideas for projects that I'm working on. Kids. I give them each a sentence about their day. Sometimes I ask them for their highlights and sometimes I just write it myself without asking them. Okay, that's it for my prompts that I used for 2019. Let's just finish talking about that day one app for just a second. And this is the coolest part of all. You can get it printed in hard copy. You can get it printed right from the app. You just go into settings and they have an option for book printing. You can get hardcover or softcover. I think they only go up to 400 pages. So I had the first six months of 2019 printed into a really cool hardcover book. And I will do the same for the second half of the year. I don't use all the amazing features that day one offers like inserting photos, videos, drawings, audio. I think it can even connect and pull your pictures in from Instagram. And I feel like it can even pull in your um, fitness data from like the health app if you wanted to keep a fitness journal. I might not be right about that last point, but I feel like that is true. So when I printed the first six months of the year, the formatting capabilities were pretty limited, but it was perfect for me just wanting to print it out and be done with it and not worry about it looking totally amazing. I didn't even go back and proofread um, and I didn't worry about spacing. So sometimes, you know, a journal is split up onto two pages and then there's a big blank space, but I don't care. I am so happy to have it printed and in front of me. And I'm really impressed with the quality. Uh, Like I said, I didn't print photos, I just printed text, so I can't speak to the quality of photos, but the paper and the ink and the binding look fantastic on the book that I got printed. I know you can use this app from your iPhone or MacBook, Apple Watch or iPad. I'm not sure if it works for Android, but I feel like you can, so just check that out. Uh, There is a free version, but I upgraded to paid because of the extra features like having unlimited journals and being able to sync across all devices. That part was really important for me because I don't want to always be on my phone or computer or iPad. I don't always have them with me, so I can choose any of the above and um, do my journal from there. Uh, I thought I was going to have a lot of different journals, like a fitness one, a life one, a business one, but that got way too complicated. So I just stuck to my life one. Uh, I'm thinking really hard now about how I'm going to use the day one app in 2020. I'm doing a lot of other kinds of reflections through a goal planner and self-coaching work. Um, So I feel like it might be redundant, but I definitely love the app. And so I'm thinking of ways to use it for the future. Okay, fourth, I love this one too. It is the one second everyday app. 
Uh, you know that I love my everyday tracking of habits. And if you don't know that, you will if you listen to this podcast long enough. So another way I kept track of our lives every day in 2019 was with the One Second Everyday app. You record a video on your phone, and then you go into the app and you can choose a one second clip of that video. And the app compiles all of your daily videos and mashes it into a super fun video to look back at at the end of the year. So I've been posting every month's compilation on my Instagram at Tammy C. Bennett, if you want to check them out. They always get a lot of good comments and replies, and it's really fun for us to watch. I don't know if everybody else loves watching our family, but it's enough for us. I paid for the pro version so that I can add my own music. I can have a little bit longer snippets. Like I think you can go one and a half seconds or two seconds. And you also get unlimited backups, which was important to me. It is so, so easy to use. And it has been so fun to watch every month. And I am really, really happy to have this glimpse into our lives. It's really hard for me to do memory keeping these days, but this is a perfect, easy way to do it. I've seen people do cool ones for travel, weight loss, new baby's first year, weddings, and just everyday life. At the end of the year, we will have a six-minute video, and I'm going to send the link of it to our family instead of Christmas cards. Ooh, and another cool thing, if you post your video on Instagram and you tag them, they might choose you and you could win a little swag from them. They chose our video a couple months ago, and they sent us a shirt and stickers and a pop socket for the phone. It's always cool to win something, right? It was really fun. Number five, I've talked here before about how I'm just started doing self-coaching and I am committed to doing it through 2020. And I am so, so happy that I did. So I am doing self-coaching with Self-Coaching Scholars by Brooke Castillo. And I'm also taking Natalie Bacon's course, Personal Development for Her. So even though these are very recent purchases, I only bought them a month ago, they're already changing my life for real. So yeah, I had a turbulent childhood. Yeah, that's a nice way of saying it. And I have lived with a victim mentality ever since. It's been a great, acceptable, weirdly comforting story. And it's an excuse for why I've kept myself small and nobody questions it. But I am so tired of playing small and safe. I am done with that story. So I've been waking up early every morning to do the work that these two teachers are setting out for me. I've written pages and pages and pages in the workbooks that they give. Natalie actually trained under Brooks, so they each teach basically the same thing, but they have their own flavor, and I really like having both. They talk a lot about how you are in total control of your thoughts. You can choose what to think about any situation that you are in. And then those thoughts create your feelings, and then those feelings create your actions, and the actions create your results. So I've heard people talk about this way of thinking before, but I wasn't ready to accept responsibility for my thoughts. I still wanted to blame other people and other situations. Well, that didn't get me very far. So the time is perfect, and I am ready to do this work. I have so much forward-looking energy already, and I know that this is going to be an amazing year. I'm really grateful to have access to online coaching, and I'm grateful that I've been getting up to do the work every day. Number six, Insight Timer. It's a meditation app, and you know I love me some meditation. I paid for the premium version of Insight Timer because it gives access to uh, a lot of 10-day courses that I really have loved. And you can also fast forward and rewind, which I really like because sometimes I just need to hear a part over again. 
There are so many good meditation teachers and courses and guided meditations on this app. If you don't like guided meditation, I think they also have just really nice background music for you to use without any kind of guidance. You can search through, um, you can sort by length of time, you can sort by teacher, by subject. I feel like I will never reach the end of this app. I will never listen to all the amazing meditations that they have, and I meditate every single day. So yeah, it's amazing. Number seven, self-care in the form of body work. I got acupuncture and cupping for the first time in my life this year, and I did gua sha scraping massage. Somehow I scheduled both in a period of a few days, and the combination of the cupping and the gua sha scraping massage left horrendous looking bruise type marks on my body. And it was just completely crazy. I was so terrified that somebody was going to see me changing my shirt at yoga class or something and be really worried about me. Um, But it made a huge difference. So I carry all the stress of the world in my jaw, my neck and my right shoulder. And I got so much range of motion back and it released a lot of pain from doing the self care and the body work. I tend to not want to spend time or money on my self-care, but this was a really good lesson for me that it's worth it, that I am worth it. I don't have to live every day in pain. I can get work done on myself and give myself a better range of motion and just get through the days much easier without having this constant thread of pain in my head and my neck. I feel like I can give back to the world so much better if I'm not in that pain and discomfort. So if you are living in pain and discomfort and avoiding taking care of yourself in the form of some type of massage or body work, show up for yourself and work on releasing it and get that work done on you because it makes such a difference. Number eight is great. And that is books. This is one area where I don't know if I will ever curb my spending because I don't want to. And it's the same with my husband, Chris. And our kids know that they will always get a yes answer if the question is, Hey, mom. Hey, dad. Can I have a book? I don't know if you have heard of Goodreads, but it's an app that tracks the books that you've read or want to read. And you can follow your friends and get recommendations, read their reviews. Uh, But anyway, I am on there and you can follow me and see the 54 books that I have read this year. I'll have a link to my profile, my Goodreads profile on the show notes. I've also listed some of my favorite nonfiction books on the resources page at showupsociety.com. And I'm going to be adding some of my favorite fiction ones there as well. And now I just need to decide on trying to sneak in that 55th book of the year. I have a few days left to do it. And I just have to decide what it's going to be. It's kind of a lot of pressure. Okay, so that's it for my list of the things that I happily spent money on. And I thought I would share with you um, what some of you guys out there are saying. On Instagram, I asked people to let me know what they happily spent money on in 2019. And here are some of my favorite answers that you people gave. Travel, books, hey, hey, Pilates, donating to animal sanctuaries, fabulous meal at a great restaurant, gorgeous handmade pottery, children's books, concert tickets, race entry fees, black sequin pants, in-ear headphones to listen to podcasts like the Show Up Society, Thank You Drive.Women, and a trip home to see family. I love all of those answers, and thank you so much for playing along. Okay, it's time for me to check in on you and see if you did that challenge. Did you relax your face? 
If you're like me, you did, and now it's all bunched up and angsty again. So maybe work on releasing that facial tension again, yeah? That's all I have for you today. So if you would like to let me know what you have happily spent money on, go to showupsociety.com forward slash eight and let me know in the comments. If you enjoy this podcast, I would be so appreciative if you would leave me a review on Apple or if you would tell your friends to listen. Thank you so much for showing up for this podcast. Now go show up for yourself. Hey, you're still here. You are beautiful. You're still here. You are magic.